Hello everybody, it's Melissa. I'm back and getting settled into my new home. I'm recording in my new bedroom. I feel like there's not a super good spot yet in this house that I've found to record. Um, Like right now my dog is walking in the hallway and I can hear her nails clickety-clacking on the floor. And there's traffic noise outside, and this room is a little echoey, it's my bedroom, but I don't have a big old walk-in closet that's carpeted and lovely like my last house, we just have like regular closets in this house, so I can't really go in there. I lost my closet hideaway, kind of sad about that, Um, but otherwise I'm not sad at all about our move, I don't really miss our old house, It it was a lovely house, but it just never really felt like home and this house already feels very much like home. It's very cozy and uh, I just, I love it. I'm very happy. So um, I do have to find probably a good spot to record, but for now I'm in my bedroom. So anyway, sorry if there's background noise or whatever. Um, So yeah, I, uh, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of things I could talk about, but One of the things that's really been on my mind uh, as of late is something that I've been working on a lot, uh, working, working with my therapist on lately is trust, um, learning to trust others, learning to trust myself and my own judgment. And, um, I'm not very good at it. I'm... (laughs) I don't know if I'll ever be very good at it because I'm autistic and here's how my trust issues and my autism tie together. There have been so many times in my life that I have been taken advantage of and every time it happens, I'm like, hmm, I did not see that coming. (laughs) Next time I will see that coming. I'll, I'll learn from this mistake, right? But I never learn and I keep making the same mistakes over and over again of sort of, um, believing that everyone has good intentions. Uh, because not everyone, sadly, not everyone has good intentions in the world. And as much as I want to believe that they do, uh, that is not true. And, but I can't seem to learn that. So what happens is, is like years and years and years of this type of thing goes by, you know, it doesn't happen a ton, but it has happened. And it happened recently where someone really took advantage of my, um, good-natured, easygoingness. Yes, I am easygoing in some ways. It's hard to believe because I'm so rigid and uptight in so many other ways. But, you know, when it comes to people and, like, certain types of interactions, I'm just like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh Uh-huh. I think, first of all, like, this is where the trust thing starts to come in, where I don't trust myself to see a situation clearly Um, I always assume that the other person probably knows what's best in any situation. And this is the thing I'm really, really working on, learning how to 
um, learning how to see myself as more competent in the decision making process or in analyzing a situation or trying to figure out if some the way something is being done is the best way or the right way instead of just going along with whatever anyone says because I assume that they probably know better than I do. Um, and that's what happened recently with me. I got into a little bit of a situation where a woman approached me about some stuff related to my photography business that I'm not even you know, actively doing that business anymore. But, um, she basically, I'm not going to tell the whole story cause it's long and drawn out, but she basically approached me wanting to purchase my email list from me. And I didn't feel comfortable doing that. And after a while it kind of morphed into this thing where she wanted me to come work with her, um, as an independent contracted photographer. And it, it just turned into this thing where I was like, she really, talked it up. (laughs) She really, um, made it seem like this was going to be a great deal for me. It was going to be a great deal for her. It was going to be a win-win all the way around. Everybody's going to be happy and I'm going to be like making money. And, you know, I was like, cool, this sounds like a great opportunity for me to like still continue doing photography, but not actually having to run a photography business. So that was my view of it. Um, Turns out, long story short, this woman just, I feel like she just really wanted my email list, which was a substantial email list. You know, I ran my photography business for 10 years, so I had a lot of clients. And uh, yeah, it just didn't pan out the way that she (laughs) had proposed it to me. And uh, I don't know, it just kind of came to light that she's an awful person. And I feel like she was using me and sweet talking me and making me all these, all these promises so she could get her hands on my email list, which she eventually did. Um, I won't go into how, but it was, she talked me into it and I thought that things were going to happen. I thought I was going to get things out of it that I never ended up getting in return. And now I'm just like filled with regret and anger anger at her, anger at myself for not being more on top of it. And, you know, I feel like after running a business for 10 years, I should be more savvy of a business person, but I'm just not because I just, like I said, I take everything at face value and I trust people. And sadly, you know, you really can't be like that as a business person. And, uh, so anyway, oops, hang on just one second. I have to I forgot to put my phone on do not disturb mode there. Okay. Because if someone calls me, the only people ever calling me are telemarketers. But if a telemarketer calls me while I'm recording, it's going to shut off my recording. And I'm going to be really annoyed. Okay. So I did that. Um, so anyway. Okay. So that situation happened recently, but at least... Um, I'm getting a little better at at noticing when things like that happen now. When I was younger, um, you know, when I was growing up and when I was in my 20s and even for a portion of my 30s, I feel like I can look back now and I notice a lot of times in my life that I did that I'm now I'm realizing I got taken advantage of. I didn't even realize at the time. Um 
taken advantage of or got myself into situations where someone was not being I was I was being misled or mistreated in some way and I had no idea. And now looking back with hindsight and a little bit more experience and knowledge as a 43-year-old instead of a 23-year-old, uh I can look back and be like, "Oh my gosh, I I that thing happened and I did not see it and oh my gosh, that person was a piece of shit. They were totally using me or they're totally taking advantage." And I didn't realize it at the time. And I didn't realize it until years and years and years later. And so I don't know how to remedy this in my life. But what has happened now is that uh, I have a real hard time trusting anything that's that's why I do have such a hard time uh making decisions sometimes when it comes to decisions where other people are involved because I really get I get confused. I guess there's no better word for it. I get confused as to what's what's real, what's not real. Should I trust this person? Should I not trust this person? Should I trust myself? So with this woman who approached me with this business thing, I had a feeling. I did. I had a feeling. Something didn't seem right about her and about the whole situation. Um there were a lot of red flags. But I don't trust myself. I don't, so when I get that feeling, I just assume that maybe I'm misunderstanding the situation. I'm misreading something. I, it must be me. Like, oh, she said that in a certain way, but I feel like I just maybe misinterpreted it or I could have very well misinterpreted it. Because here's the thing, that does happen sometimes. So how do I know when I'm getting a feeling that something's off because someone's actually being off? Or when I get a feeling that something's off because I'm misreading a situation? And this is why I think it's it's very easy for autistic people to get into these types of sticky situations because you really can't tell I'm very good at reading people in certain ways and under certain circumstances. But outside of those certain circumstances, um, I'm just not. I'm not good at it. And I feel like it's it spills over into my personal life as well. Um, like in relationships with people who I know very well. Friendships, even my relationship with uh, my partner, Gray, um, you know, sometimes I'll be upset about something and I won't be able to trust that I should be upset about that thing, that that's a valid thing to be upset about. Um, especially if the other person is disagreeing with me that I should be upset about, you know what I mean? Like if they're like, 
oh, you know, you're making a big deal out of this, or no, that's not really what happened. This is how I see it. And it's like, it makes me want to automatically dismiss my side of things because then I'm like, oh, maybe I am overreacting. Maybe I did read too much into that or misread the situation. Um, And sometimes that's true. And that's where it gets sticky again. So sometimes once I, you know, get a little bit of time and distance from whatever issue it was, I can look back and be like, oh, okay, I see what was really happening there and I, I did overreact or I did overthink that thing or I did misread that situation. But other times I can look back and be like, no, that was a valid thing to be upset about. That was okay. But in the moment, I can't tell. <laughs> I really can't. Um, and sometimes I don't think I can ever tell. There's not always, I can't always look back in hindsight and know for sure. Um, and that's another thing where it's like, there, it's weird to me that there are people in the world who like inherently can navigate these situations and know this kind of stuff. And I wonder what that would be like. (laughs) I just wonder, I really wonder what that would be like. And, you know, this kind of stuff makes me nervous for, um, for my own kids you know, my daughter's autistic, my son, we definitely highly suspect, although he's not um, officially diagnosed. I think about them trying to go through the world and all of the mishaps that happened to me as I was going through my 20s, especially, my teens and 20s especially, where... um, I actually got myself into some dangerous situations where now as an adult, 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 I mean, 20 people in their twenties are adults, but you know what I mean? Like as an older adult, I guess I, I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, um, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I trusted that person. I can't believe I, you know, put myself in that situation. Um, because at the time I just couldn't tell, like I, I just, my gauge is broken. So I guess, I don't know. I just, I needed to, to get on and sort of just process this because I am really upset about what happened with that photographer lady. I don't know how to proceed now because she, I just found out she is using my email contact list and she hasn't delivered on her end of what she promised. And we actually got into a little bit of a a uh, dispute over text um and I just I really I just feel I feel dumb and I know that's a terrible thing to say about yourself but sometimes I, I just feel so stupid I'm just like oh my gosh I can't believe that I believed that person or that I went with that idea or whatever it is Um, and it just, oh God, I just get, I, I don't know. I just get really frustrated. I I get really frustrated 
And like I said, I don't know how to remedy this issue because it does have to do with how my brain is wired. You know, it's not, you know, I know that now. So that's helpful to know that at least it makes me, (laughs) it gives me a why. I no longer have to be like, why am I like this? Why does this keep happening? Now I'm like, oh, I'm autistic and I just can't tell sometimes. Um, Most of the time, if we're being honest. Um, And I really want to trust people. I, you know, I don't want to turn into a person who is cold and closed off and resistant to everything and everyone. Um, But is that really the only way to stay safe and protected is to just not trust anyone ever? Yeah, I mean, but you can't really live your life like that, can you? Uh, what would that even look like? It seems like that would be a very um, sad and lonely life if you just never ever trusted anyone. Uh, but I need to figure out how to not trust everyone. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, my... I'm sorry if you can hear my pigs. They're living... Oh my gosh, they're being so noisy. I'm sorry. Um, They're living in our side yard area right now, which is right outside of our bedroom. Because we haven't... Next week, we have someone coming to put in a fence so our pigs can have like a little fenced-in area in our backyard. Um, But for now, they're living on our side yard. And so I hear their little grunts and pig noises outside of my window, which is really cute and makes me happy, but, um, not so good for podcasting moments probably. So if you hear the pigs in the background, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, I don't really know what else to say about this except for the fact that, um, I'm really glad that I have made it this far in life. (laughs) Uh, I have not been seriously harmed or murdered or anything like that because you know I'm really into true crime and some of these true crime stories that I hear the victims were very trusting of their perpetrator or their their the person who hurt them or killed them uh and I I listen to these stories and I'm like where other people may be like, oh my gosh, you know, not victim blaming, blaming necessarily, but just like, oh my gosh, like, why, why would, like, why would she let that person into her house? Or why would she have gone in the car with that man who she barely knew? Like, why would she have offered to help? Um, again, not victim blaming, just being like, oh my gosh, that was a sketchy situation. And I look at those people and I'm like, you know, I would probably do the same thing. Like, uh, I know there was a, a story about how Ted Bundy got one of his victims because he pretended to be injured and he asked her for help, like putting something in his car or something, you know, and it seemed totally innocuous and she was like, sure. And that was that. And I'm like, so many times I've helped a stranger with something like that, where they've been like, oh my gosh, I'm struggling. And I'm like, oh, let me give you a hand, you know, just trying to be nice. And You know, so I guess moral of the story is it's a good thing I've never crossed paths with a murderer (laughs) that I know of. Uh, 
Anyway, that was a weird tangent. Sorry. Uh, it's spooky season's over. I should no longer be telling scary stories. We're on our way to the holidays, guys, like the real holidays. I, I like Halloween. I enjoy the month of October, aside from my birthday happening in October, which I did my last episode on and birthdays can be really terrible, but, um, I do love October and I'm sad that October is over now because now we're going into the holidays. Thanksgiving is going to be here in a few weeks. Then Christmas will be here within like the month after that. And if you haven't listened to the episode on holidays that I did last year, then you don't know. But holidays are rough. And I try and enjoy it as much as possible, but I'm a little bit dreading all of the things coming up. I'm I'm just going to, I'm going to try and weather the storm as best I can. It's, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Oh, and it's so cold outside. I don't know. Fall is great, but now it's starting to get real cold and I'm like a freezing shivery chihuahua all the time. And I just want to like sit in the bathtub all day in a hot bath and I miss summer and it's fine. Oh, and the time change happens next week. Daylight savings time. The worst. So it's going to start getting dark at like 4.30 or 5 p.m. And it's awful. Do other countries participate in daylight savings time? This is a thing that I don't know that I just thought of. And I know I have listeners in other countries. Um, and I don't know if other countries do daylight savings time. If you don't... You are lucky because it messes me up every single time. It either starts getting dark super, super early because we turn the clocks back an hour or it stays light super, super, super late because we turn the clocks forward an hour. It was even worse when I lived in Washington because that's more north and we were I lived in way northern Washington, like close to Canada. And uh, it would get dark there earlier than it does here in California and it would stay light way later than it does here in California so I guess it's a little bit better now that I'm more south but still the time change you guys and for anyone that has kids to time change my kids are older now so like but it still kind of messes my 13 year old in the fall is not so bad because we get an extra hour of time of sleep and whatever but in the spring it really really messes with everybody because we all lose an hour of sleep and everybody's just cranky for like a couple weeks while we all adjust and yeah so anyway um tangent at the end there for you guys about holidays and daylight savings time uh oh so seeing that it is november uh i am going to start offering two bonus episodes a month for my patreon subscribers so that is going to start now now that i'm a little bit more settled into my house and things are getting a little bit more back to normal we still have a lot of unpacking to do but all of the big stuff is unpacked the kitchen's unpacked the bathrooms are unpacked um my clothes are all unpacked so those are the things i need to live like my day-to-day life So now I can not hyper-focus as much on the unpacking as I have been. Um, 
there's there's still a lot to do, but it's fine. I I have more time now than I have over the past couple months. And yeah, it's something that I want to do for the Patreon people who, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. If you guys hear my pigs, I'm sorry. They're being really noisy. Um, something I want to do for my Patreons. I love the community that's being built over on our Discord server. Uh, everyone on there is just so nice and so helpful to one another. And it's just, it's a great little community of neurodivergent autistic ADHD folks over there. So anyway, if you want to be a part of that community and if you want to now start getting two bonus episodes a month, uh, you can go join the Patreon. The link will be in the show notes and, uh, yeah. Also, oh, follow on Instagram. I'm like, what do I say at the end? (laughs) This, you know, trying to wrap it up nice is, is just my chronic and forever struggle. So anyway, Instagram info is in the show notes. Patreon link is in the show notes. My email address is in the show notes. I'm really trying to email everyone back, you guys, but I've had no time and the emails are just piling and piling and piling up. And I have some Instagram messages I need to get back to as well. Uh, I do read all of your emails, even if I haven't responded yet. So just know that. And I really enjoy hearing from you guys. So um, anyway, with that, I will let you guys go. I've been rambling on and on for like 25 minutes now. I, as usual, have no idea if this... um, episode was relatable or helpful at all to anyone, but it was helpful for me to talk about it and process and get it all out. So I guess, uh, thanks for listening and I hope you got something out of this one and, uh, we'll all just keep trucking along together being, uh, kind of oblivious to whatever is going on around us. I assume other autistic people have this issue. I feel like it is probably a pretty common one uh, in the autistic community. So anyway, hopefully you guys can relate. Okay, I'm going to go now. I have a lot of homework to work on, so I'm going to go do that. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.